I'm Michael Hall. And I'm Andy Davis. And we want to welcome you to The Dead Vantage, the D&D podcast for two old school dads talk about useful play in a battle royale. That's right. Welcome to part two of the Battle Royale. If you haven't been listening and you're new to this episode, we highly recommend that you go check out episode 37, which will be the first part of this episode. So we will do a quick recap here so that we you know where we are. This is part two of our Battle Royale, a three-on-three battle between characters that we've created throughout the history of the podcast. So in our head-to-head contests, we've done a 3v3. Andy's Punishers are facing off against my Footloose and Fancy 3. And we have a guest. Our DM. Yeah, that's me, Peter. I'm Andy's son. I am moderating this bag of chaos. Uh (laughs) On the last episode, the fight started in this semi-abandoned train stop. And everything has now been forced into the interior as a massive, elementally imbued sandstorm has taken up the space. We've all been driven inside essentially the train depot. There are three divided rooms. One was the clerk's office. The room that all the fighting is currently taking place in is the lounge room, the large grand piano, a chest that has yet to be opened, and a corner-style sofa. And then the last room that currently has a horse, (laughs) a horse in it, is was maybe some sort of entrance or cooking storage room that has long since been cleared out. And while most of the characters are in those buildings, there is one guy stuck in an old storage shed to the north of everything alone and somewhat isolated. Yes, Bridicus Finch, our, our fairy lawyer at large, is right. off by himself. Do you want to tell us who the rest of the Footloose and Fancy Three Sure. In, inside this main room that Peter described, where everybody is congregating at the moment, or most everybody, we have Nettie Nibblenot, our, our librarian fish out of water from episode one. She's a rune knight, and she is currently in her giant's might form, making her a 12-foot-tall bunny in the center of the room. And then, interestingly enough, also in the center of the room, but standing on the ceiling, because she's a damn fear with spider climb, is a Stardust Deneuve, the Swarm Keeper Ranger extraordinaire, and she is standing on the ceiling firing arrows straight down on just John, a member of the Punishers. Andy, over That's to you. Right. To so the yeah, punishers. so the Punishers are, as we as we just said, we have Just John. Just John is a Paladin Warlock multi-class. Aelin Dements is a Circle of the Moon Druid who's also in the same room. And then in another room just to the just to the west with one hit point. Hanging on by a thread is our headless horseman, Ikebo Dulakan, who has also got his horse pumpkin with him in the that he's managed to ride into the building. Thank goodness. Can't leave pumpkin behind. All right. Yeah. So we're picking up at the top of the round in the yep. middle of this yep. storm. So the storm has hit. No one is outside. So no one takes the immediate effects. So we are over to Just John. Okay. Just John. This room has gotten really busy all of a sudden. A giant bunny rabbit has come piling through the door. Aelin has come running in. There's all kinds of thunder and lightning. There is a creepy lady standing on the ceiling shooting at him with... Just, it's, it's bad. Shooting at him with things is bad. He's not super happy about that. This is probably not a great idea. He has a he has a magical item. He has a ring of obscuring. 
Which allows <laughs> nice. him to cast a 20-foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range. When you use the ring, it's actually centered on him. It, it is an action, so he's going to use his action to heavily obscure the room that everyone that we're all in right now. And I... So no one can see. Yeah, I think actually he may... The bunny is within melee of him, The but the Damphir is not, right? So, yes, the Damphir is not. So he's... I'm actually going to reverse this slightly. I'm going to use... I'm going to do my bonus action to cast Eldritch Blast and take a couple shots. That would be your action to cast Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast is a cantrip. Yes, it is casted as an action. Oh, it is cast as an action. I'm going to take that back. I'm going to heavily obscure the room. Is that casting a spell? The item is it? Does it say you cast fog cloud? I just need to, or is it just you heavily obscure an area? The band of iron resembles a skull and is cold to the touch. Has three charges that recharge daily at dawn. As an action while wearing a ring, you can expend one of its charges to cast the fog skull cloud from it. Okay, could you roll me a d20 then as you cast the spell? Oh dear! Hey guys, let's let's discover weird things that are happening as as an <laughs> a, a, an elementally empowered sandstorm comes around us. I'm pressing the button now, and I'm I'm kind of I'm wincing. That's a nine. There, there is a charge of energy in the air, like in static. Like you start smelling. Ozone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That starts picking up, but nothing happens yet. Great. <laughs> the worst words from a DM yeah, the worst ever. Words ever. Yet. Yeah. I don't like yet. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, this whole room is fully in like a pea soup fog. No uh, one can see. Very, very heavily obscured. And then I am going to then step away from the bunny and move into the corner of the room. That absolutely works. The bunny is unable to see you and therefore unable to make attacks of opportunity. Yep. But that is just John's turn then, I assume. Yep. We are over to Stardust. And it's, yeah, so there would also, like basically the whole room, it's a 20 foot sphere, so it would fully encompass all the space that they're in as well. If Stardust wants to move to this door on the northwest side of the room. Yeah, so that would be probably, you could probably get to the door in 30 feet of movement straight through. The door is currently closed, but I'm not going to, it's not locked, so I'm not going to require anything to So she's going to move through and into that door, and then she's going to be surprised because there's a horse in the room. (laughs) There's a horse in the room. (laughs) And so then she's going to move up the wall. She's going to run up the wall as far as she can move up the wall. She's 40 feet of movement. Okay, so that's... So you're able to move like 10 feet up the wall, more or less? How... What is her situation with regards to Ikebo and using... You are... Mounted combatant stuff is a little bit weird. I personally... This is very much an up-to-DM thing. I use whatever the mount space is as the engagement range of the rider, essentially. So you are currently in melee with him. So that yeah, because I'm sitting on top of that makes sense because I'm yeah. a tall figure sitting on top of a six foot tall warhorse. Yeah, like so I had you're... to crouch down to ride through the through the door and so as shooting unless you have uh, I don't know if you have like any of the close range shooter stuff you would be shooting at him at disadvantage if you chose to shoot that. Not that it's mattered given how you've been rolling. <laughs> 
Um, yes. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna instead. Okay, here's where the crazy comes in. Oh, okay. cast more spells. No, Stardust reaches into a bag, a small pouch on her on her belt, and pulls out a small figurine oh. and thro- tosses the small figurine on the opposite side of Ichabod and whispers Ooh. a word, and all of a sudden, an elephant appears. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, Michael, I would like you to roll me 1d100, because this elephant is too big for the room. Well, so, um, elephants are only at the, they, they are, I know it's huge, width-wise, but height-wise is only 10 feet tall. You are in a decrepit building All right. with very poor floorboards. <laughs> All right, I, I will absolutely part. roll you d100. I, I'm just, I'm... <laughs> This is possibly going to make 30. You are just out of range of everything. The elephant lands and you hear the forkboards crunch as it definitely like maybe falls through, but it doesn't land on anything important enough that would open this room up to the elements. All right. Oh, good Lord. I believe now the elephant works on my initiative. I believe you have to command it. And I'm going to command it to attack. Uh, I, I need to double check how the figurines work. Uh, here, I'll read it to you. Particularly creature, because yeah. most of them require you to like take actions. To right. Yeah. So next turn. Yes. So it would be <laughs> you next turn. You will most. Let me just read it though. Command. So creature figurine living creature in the space. If you issue if creature exists, itself, but takes no other actions. Friendly to you. To I could command him. it. It does not require a bonus action. It is a yeah. creature in and of itself. Attack. <laughs> does it need to charge? <laughs> just come thundering through this building. Yeah, and the um, <laughs> you are telling it to attack. It makes one attack as an elephant. Cannot stomp, so I suppose it's gore. Yeah, it will attempt, and it can't doesn't have distance for charge, so it will attempt to gore Ikabo. Okay, Michael rolled a three, so that is an eleven to hit. No. <laughs> It no, doesn't matter. Finally, the AC kicks in. My AC of 20 is able to, surprised as I am, I'm able to <laughs> move your pumpkin around the horse, around the elephant. And Yeah, that okay. being said, it's Ichabod's turn. <laughs> okay. Ichabod's not having a great day. As I stated earlier, Ichabod has one hit point left. He, Ichabod's <laughs> like riding right on the edge. Uh, I should say, previously, Ichabod has been crit twice. With, <laughs> so. Yeah, I've been like smacked around so much. I used my ball bearing trick earlier. Life has not been awesome, but okay. So Ikebo atop the horse is going to take a deep breath and he is going to use his second wind to gain some hit points back. Hopefully. Good roll. Regains 13 hit points. Okay. Up to 14. Up to 14. Guys, I'm one solid hit and he is D-E-A-D. D-E-A-D. So that was my bonus action. As an action, you said that the spooky lady is within melee? Yes. You are able to engage the spooky lady in melee. I'm still mounted, so I still have advantage on these attacks. So I'm going to attack. So that's a 26. <laughs> All sorts of shenanigans happening inside that's a 20, this room. 
20, that's a 26 to hit. I believe that, that, hit. that hits. And then, and then a 20. Does a 20 hit? Yeah, both hit. Okay, so then I'm going to action surge and take two more of a swing. Woo! That's a 14. That Misses. And then another 26. So that's three hit. Oh, good lord. So that is going to be 3d8 plus 15. Plus 1d6 for sneak attack. Oh, yes. That's 34 oh. points of damage to this person and then so that is my bonus action and my actions and then i am going to you tell me peter is it possible for him to ride the horse into this room to the south no is <laughs> there is an elephant in the way <laughs> okay and so then otherwise he's gonna have to like charge into the yeah the horse I, you're pretty much stuck in that room unless you want to go outside because Nettie is stopping you from properly being able to get out of okay. the room you're currently Land. Yeah, let me. Or Stardust. Uh, yeah, I. You could possibly move around in Stardust. I'm not abandoning the horse. <laughs> okay. The, the horse is the thing that makes Ikebo special. <laughs> I'm just gonna take. Yeah. The, I would end up taking my lesson. Uh, but I'm gonna stay. I will be on my horse and growl at the elephant, but stay mm. as close to the elephant as I possibly can so that they can't charge me. Yeah. Oh, does my. Oh, and I guess my question is I haven't really used it because I haven't been in melee. Is my war horse? They have an attack. Can I use. Could my war horse uh, like, attack something? Mount Say, pumpkin has a trampling charge, but they have an action with their hooves. I, I would, I would say you'd have to like take the horse's attack instead of yours. Okay, um, that's fair. So you've already, so I've already are, done all. I've, I've, yeah. I've done all. Yeah, I've chopped away at the. So we are over to at the ranger. Nettie, then Nettie is in a fogged room. <laughs> <laughs> But she still has advantage from the silvery barbs, correct? So in this case, you have disadvantage and advantage, which cancel each other out but don't stack. So it would just be a flat roll. Yes, flat roll. I think she's going to turn around and try to hit Aelin. Hit Aelin with her flat roll. She's, oh, I need to roll concentration for Stardust Blast. So is that... So is, sorry. So that, it is I three, all that damage it is three of, DC 10s because it's three yeah. separate hits. And none of them are large enough instances of damage. First to... one succeeds, second one succeeds, third one succeeds. Bless is still up. It was trending my way, but not enough to uh, <laughs> you. You need and your like board. one more in there. You need All right, so Nettie's going to turn around and attack Aelin. Attack number one is only an 11. That misses. Attack number two is a 19. That hits. Okay. Aelin's basically unarmored this way, <laughs> except, so... for the, except for the tattoo. So interestingly enough, we're going to describe something interesting that happens after she rolls damage, which is going to first roll damage with her longsword, just 10 points of slashing damage, plus a d6, only another one. But the, the runes on her sword glow mightily, and, and fiery shackles appear out of nowhere. She enacts a fire rune. When you hit a creature with an attack using a weapon, you can evoke the rune to summon the fiery shackles. The target takes an extra 2d6 damage, so it's another four points of damage, and must succeed on a strength saving throw, DC 14, or be restrained for one minute. Okay. Oh, 17. man, you are rolling so, so, so well. So 50. So 15 points of damage? Yes, 15 yep. total points of damage. But you avoid being shackled. Damn, not uh, been able to get uh, any of these yeah. shenanigans <laughs> off. This is it's, killing me. It's, you're doing damage. You're just not able to... You just haven't been able to succeed any of the... Special features. Yeah, okay. We are over to... Unless you have any other bonus actions no. or 
anything like that. We are. Uh, the fire rune is actually not even a bonus action. I will say that I keep forgetting to do this. I have slasher, so ten minus ten speed to Aelin. I forgot that. That would have really helped me prevent you from getting inside the building. Of course, he man, mm-hmm. but I forgot. So <laughs> you know what? I'm going to action surge. Oh, turnabout's fair play, man. Fine, fine. Do your worst. Fighters. <laughs> um, and I am going to attack two more times. Oh. 11. This is finally starting to roll low. And, and, and by 21. the way, I'm going to say this. Those attacks are at disadvantage too. Because Why are they the disadvantage? So, no, because you only um, have advantage on the one. Oh, that one. one, one. Then, I, then I won't. I'm, I'm going to backtrack if you'll allow me. Yeah, I won't. Uh, go for it on backtracking. But we are over to a I mean, Spritikus. Technically, that second hit, that the, night, the one that did hit, was it disadvantage, that 19? Do you want me to re-roll it? No, it's fine. Just yeah, I'll take my lumps. I should have I brought it up then. Yeah. All right. Ace well, Spritikus. Spritikus. Come out into the storm, Spartacus. Cast a big spell. Please do. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for the big spell cast. Well, first thing he's going to do is he's going to dash. He's going to make his way out of the building he's in and through the door on the west side of the main building how, how, how far are you moving through the storm it's 40 it's 40 feet from from door to door and he has 60 feet of okay of so you as you fly out into the storm for every five feet you move you take a point of bludgeoning damage so you take eight points of bludgeoning damage heading into the door as you are right up against battered the with it. sand Wow, that is almost right all against the, the healing I did. <laughs> and you are kind of just able to get in and close the door. You now have an elephant essentially taking up the entire room ahead of you. Yeah, I'm going to cast another healing word. Okay, can you roll me a d20? Yes. At what level are you casting also? I'm trying to figure that out. I'm going to cast it at second level. Okay. Well, the d20 first. Yep, 12. Okay. Again, kind of the hum of magic in the air gets worse, but nothing happens yet. Actually, I'm going to cast Healing Word instead of on myself. I'm going to cast it on Stardust, and Stardust has the Bardic Inspiration. She's going to okay. use that to, to help it out. So that's 11 points of healing plus a D8, only two more. So 13 points of healing for Stardust. Okay. Well, if that, that gets is, her up to 50%, that's good. I'll take it. If that is Spritacus' turn, we are over to Aelin. Okay, so how does the bunny look? Aelin can't see the bunny. For sure. I'm pretty sure the last time you saw the bunny, it was almost untouched. The bunny hasn't really been taking a whole lot of damage at the moment. Right. Like, I think he got a scrape okay. or two in earlier, but not a whole lot. I don't want to do boring stuff, but I'm going to have to do something boring. So this is a question for you, Peter. Mm-hmm. How does fairy fire interact with fog cloud? Uh, you would be at normal attack rolls. Okay. I am going to cast fairy fire into the center of the room. Roll me a d20. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> You're casting a leveled spell. I need to... Oh, it's a four. Oh, okay. going to happen, everybody. Yep. Well, so, does the spell go off? So we will see. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will need a D100 roll. Oh, no. <laughs> An 81. Something good. Something 81. good. Something good. 81. The spell goes off, and you can immediately take an additional action. Oh, wait. As you are hit by a burst of alacrity. Okay. Awesome. First things with the fairy fire from I need you to make a, I need Michael, I need you to make a dex save. It's a DC 16. Can I get a plus 
I get I bless and I get a plus D4, so I get a two D4 add to this. I rolled an eight, a nineteen right out of the gate. Okay, so I that think I need that doesn't mean any force. Okay, then cast it again. Cast it again. <laughs> No, I'm going to use my bonus action to wild I, shape. As much as the air is thrumming, it has not reduced at all. Right. Okay. I am going to then use my wild shape to turn into a cave bear, which is a bonus action. I, I'll, I'll climb up on top of the piano. The cave bear has the same sort of improved AC. So so I just want to describe to something. There are, two, there are three rooms in this building. One room, <coughs> which is 15 feet by 15 by, by 35, has, has a... A fairy at one end of it, an elephant in the middle of it, a horse riding headless horseman, and a ranger <laughs> standing on the wall. Okay, mm-hmm. so like there's literally uh, one, two, three, space, four spaces that are unoccupied in the whole room, maybe. And then the other room, which is much larger at 35 by 35 feet or 30 by 30 feet, um, has a 12 foot tall bunny and now a cave bear standing on top of a piano. Yes. <laughs> the piano absolutely gets crushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of the, the, legs, the legs fail. Like Aelin like leaps on top of the piano as he's transforming into the cave bear, and promptly the legs fail on the piano and it just drops, you know, two feet to the ground. And then I have multi-attack as a bear. Two shots at disadvantage. Yes. I believe it's a claw and a bite attack. That's an eleven to hit with the bite. Uh, and then the claws. I just have to roll this twice. A 19. Does a 19 hit? Nope. The bunny is armored to the teeth. Okay. Yeah. And you see in the, this cave bear, it's the same thing. Like the, the hair on the cave bear is white with this sort of like slightly green tinge. And it has the same left forearm covered in this sort of silver and black tattoo. I imagine that like there's webbing between the cave bear's claws. <laughs> just a little fishy. It's just damp. It's just yeah. damp. It's like yeah. everything's just, oh, it's just a big it's damp bear smells good. As we get to the top of the round, there is a thunderous explosion outside of the building. Um, but nothing does, happens to anyone in the building. Does the cart blow up or something? Did somebody have a. If anyone were to be outside the building, they would see the previously drained crystals that charge the trains in the area having exploded from an energy overload and a rift into the elemental plane of fire forming. No one is close enough for that to affect yet. <laughs> Over to just John concentrating on a fog cloud. Actually, not concentrating on a oh, fog cloud. It's okay. just an effect. I can't just I it. can't I can't dispel it. It's just there. It's there for a minute. What Just John does have is a small keg that he pulls out from under from inside his cloak with a fuse on it that he is going to light and throw into the middle of the room. <laughs> oh my god. This is a gunpowder keg. Setting fire to a container full of gunpowder can, can cause it to explode. This is the description. It can, dealing fire damage to a creature within 10 feet of it. So it's not a very big thing, but I'm going to basically, I know where the center of the room is. I'm going to... Yep, you can absolutely throw it into the center of the room. Throw it into the center of the room. It is a 10-foot radius. It's a DC 12 dexterity save. Since you're throwing it flat into the center of the room. Oh, it's seven. I'm sorry, it's 76 for a kid. 76, okay. <laughs> can Michael, can I get a deck save? Uh, doesn't the bear need to do it as well? I mean, and if, and if need be like, I'll throw it more towards the far side of the room. Yeah, you can just throw it at the chest. Yeah, I'll throw it towards the right. chest. I accept that. 
76? Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. I rolled poorly, though. Not great on my damage. All right. Well, well, I rolled a 19. Okay. Please so, make your dex save. So 10 take. points of fire damage, right? That's my action. I will say, as that explodes, kind of lighting fire and blowing open the chest, there is a horrible chemical hot sauce smell <laughs> that begins to fill the room. And one bottle of Stonebreaker's special fire-breathing killer hot sauce. Got it. As this stinking cloud is actually large enough to fill the entire room, I need everyone to give me a con save. Is this poison? This is against poison, yes. I have advantage against being poisoned. As you have accidentally, essentially pepper sprayed the room. Yeah, I kind of figured it was (laughs) much. The bear needs to roll too, though, right? Yes. Yes. Bear rolled a 14. That just makes it no one is poisoned. So as much as there's this, your eyes are watering, you're beginning to snot up, you are not debilitated because of it. Right. Though this room does look far more worse for wear. The furniture's smashed. There's these two huge <laughs> things stomping around the side of the room. Yeah. You can hear the trumpeting of the, just John's in the corner, like, I'm not quite sure what's going on. I wasn't expecting this burning scent from the keg of fire of yeah. gunpowder. And is that trumpeting I hear from the other room? <laughs> What else is just Sean gonna just be um, getting up to? Oh, he is gonna, as a bonus action, he is going to cast Shadow Blade. Mm-hmm. So he has, he carries a glaive, right? And then you see him, after he rolls the keg forward and there's this explosion, he sort of snaps his hand out and you see tendrils of almost like shadowy tentacles snake out of his hand and then they coalesce into a wicked looking long sword. Curious. That is just John's turn. Yes. We are over to Stardust. Will Stardust be able to finish off Ichaba? That is the question. Is, is there is there enough room for Stardust to run up the wall to get out of being no. based with? You would. You are pretty much stuck being based on this because he is like on that elevated position in this. What if I run and leave the door open and leave to get out? So you would still be leaving five feet of. Ikubo. Yeah, I, I don't mind taking the opportunity attack. Yeah, but you could you could get out. You are small enough that you can slip out past your elephant. So. If I don't want to make the opportunity attack. Yeah, I mean, I think he he kind of has to, right? So natural twenty. Okay, now Spartacus will issue his preemptory challenge or silvery barbs again with the silvery barbs. You only ever cast silvery barbs on him. Oh, actually, can Spartacus roll me a d twenty? Oh, Jesus Christ! (laughs) Forgot about the spell effects. (laughs) Ten. That's ten. Nothing happens. Actually, wait. No, something does happen because the first elemental rift popped. Oh, no. Can you roll me a D100? Sorry, I'm looking at my notes going, oh, boy. It's not necessarily bad. I got an extra action. It was great. That that is a 94. 94. Oh, you turn into a Ichabo turns into a potted plant, or is teleported thirty feet in a random direction. The suspense is killing me. It's a lot of ominous. It's very ominously quiet. I know, yeah. right? Sorry, I'm I'm reading. Fireball. This and I'm like, wait, <laughs> you know? What exactly does this do? 
Um, <laughs> very ominous. I, uh, I'm sorry. I need to look at what it's. Can Ichabod give me a wisdom save? Oh, good God! Ichabod, the wisdom save? Uh, yeah, as uh, sorry, as uh, so Spartacus. Yeah, as Spartacus. Sorry. So Spartacus, Spartacus should do the this wisdom is like, save. Yeah, Spartacus. Yeah, yeah like, this is reaction like economy, reaction sorry. economy. <laughs> Spartacus so. is going to cast the spell, and if he could give me a wisdom save. Oh my God! Potted yeah. plant. Potted plant. Potted plant. Oh, so much funnier than that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Plus a d4. Hold on one second. <laughs> That's not a great roll. What 12. is the spell save DC? Well, 16. So you fail, and as you go to cast Silvery Barbs, there is a puff of white smoke as you have accidentally polymorphed yourself into a sheep. Oh, no! <laughs> Okay, guys, we're going to retcon all this. It's the farm. This is the farm animals episode. <laughs> so, and, and, and doing so, so by. And doing so, you will end up losing the spell you were attempting to cast. Okay, so that means my crit does actually go through. Crit does go through. Wow. Is that right? Yeah, that's 25 oh. points of damage on the ranger. Oh, she flees my, as she leaves my... <laughs> that was all sorts of bad for me. It's better pay off. Hey, I mean, okay. you land your two shots, Andrew goes down a player. Uh, yeah, I know, but like, I'm down two players almost now. <laughs> just to do this. Oh. Hey, at least you didn't fireball the room you were in. <laughs> to just blow yourself up. As a total aside to all this, it is always really interesting to me, like, how big the swings are on, like, a particular given die roll. Oh, my God. Like, man. on how it can really affect If I had gotten the any momentum. of my spells off. Slow yeah, on like silvery barbs, like brutal. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you make the saves, whether or not you make a save, whether or not you're, you know, it is always, it's, it's like one I, of the great funds of D and D. Well, and particularly with spellcasters, like Spritecus has cast three very good spells, and you have succeeded. But yeah, I made the saves, and so you're just like, yeah, the save or suck thing. So, oh, yeah. all right, all right. Well, longbow it is. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> a dirty twenty. That meets his AC, so I guess that hits. Beats it. Beats it. I, I salute you, so Ikebo. Twelve points of damage to Ikebo on the first hit. Still standing. And Still standing. The swarm of bats streams after the bow hit, demanding an additional. This is the one, one I will laugh. One, one, six one. points of damage. Oh God! Ikebo is the first casualty. Ikebo slumps as the sec as the it's a, and he's like as he as he slumps to the ground he's like it had to be bats <laughs> <laughs> and he crumples to the ground underneath the by the horse right yeah. oh and that's uh, it's the it's over to the elephant now the the elephant's the gonna elephant stomp on it <laughs> yeah the elephant's the gonna elephant. stomp <laughs> yeah uh that that causes Ichabod to fail two death saving throws. If the oh the elephant does take it does take yeah, it stomp. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. That's two failed death saves. It's Ichabod. Technically, his death save. If he rolls a nat twenty, this will be possibly the uh, craziest swing ever. <laughs> okay, guys. Let's see. Nope. That's Ichabod eight. dies. Ichabod's done. Wow. Bro, wow that bro, is how bro, easy bro. it is to die in D&D, people. Right yeah, there. if there's an elephant in the room with you, it's going to stomp <laughs> yeah, on you. The yeah, the literal how... elephant in the room. <laughs> I think Pumpkin, like, just moves after the oh. elephant stomps on Ichabo. <laughs> Pumpkin moves over and tries to cover Ichabo's dead body to keep it from being further destroyed. Does In this, would the, would the horse have an action? Down. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> the rider is dead. Fair the enough. Horse lays down. 
Yeah, the horse is like the horse is willing to the horse moves. The horse is able to like cover the body, nudge the body, and prevent any further desecration of a corpse. corpse. But we are over to Nettie. Well, the first thing Nettie's gonna do is she's gonna you're gonna see the runes on her the, the the tattoos on her body glow one more time, and she's gonna activate her storm rune. So she now has advantage on intelligence checks. Can't be surprised as long as she's incapac- she isn't incapacitated. And she can invoke a rune as a bonus action to enter a prophetic state for one minute. So until the state ends, when she or another creature she can see within 60 feet of her makes an attack roll, a saving throw, or an ability check, she can use her reaction to cause the roll to have advantage or disadvantage. Storm okay. runes. And then I think, what is she going to do? I think she's going to attack the bear. No. She wants out of this room. She's going to move out of the room. <laughs> squeeze. I think she can easily get out of the room and get into this room. Yeah, you are you are able to get out of the room of five, super hot ten, sauce. 5, 10, 20 to get out of it, and she still has 20 to yeah. She's going to move it's to the back. It's 5 extra uh, movement to get through the doorway. So she's gonna, she has 45 movements. So she's going to go yeah. all the way to the back. The bear takes a swing, but misses. It, oh, yeah, she didn't take an attack, so absolutely. Technically, the bear wouldn't get a swing because oh, right, can't see you. Oh, can't see you. All right, Spritekiss. Spritekiss is currently a sheep. <laughs> so what is what is how does how does Spritekiss get out of being a sheep? You can re-roll the save at the end of your turn. All right, I will. Or a minute passes. End of end of turn re-roll. And it is against your own spell save or spell DC. That's that like, is. Let's the just part be honest. That's the up. worst. Yeah. That is worse because his spells. It's sixteen. It's not bad. Yeah, the, like the better you are as a as a wizard, the worse, yeah. the worse that thing works. So is it a what is it? A, it's a wisdom save, I think. It's a wisdom save. But you've got the last and the other stuff. Here we go. The the dampiers have any concentration spells up? Did she? When she took that twenty five, she had blessed. She has to roll con- concentration on that, and that's going to be twenty five. So that's a DC twelve concentration check. Okay, she rolls an 18. 20. Okay, maintains it. Everybody's doing well on their saves. I know, right? That is frustrating for the other side. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm like, I'm like, I did all that. Ikubo did all that damage and then died, and it's like, could we at least knock off the the bless thing? Spritekus, end of turn, wisdom saving throw against his own DC of a sixteen rolls and 18. Okay, so at the end of your turn, you are able to release yourself from your sheep form. For a second, you definitely started eating the carpet. Get out some of this, like, dusty old carpet hair. No, he but... just keeps eating it. He's like... Eh, <laughs> He's just like... Eh. But that will end up being your turn if technically move as a sheep. Oh, but I can't move through an ally, right? Yes, you could move through an ally. I- I'm going. <laughs> You're going to take your movement as a sheep and then do your save? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It runs between the legs of the elephant. Yeah. Looks over at dead Ikebo, slugs, and then runs through the door. It is now Aelin's turn. The cave bear Aelin, sniffing the air and has 40 feet of movement, is going to move 20 feet diagonally. 25 to get through the doorway. So 25 and then... Get in range. So Aelin is going to move here. Bear Force 1. Bear Force (laughs) 1. The giant rabbit comes smashing through the doors, followed immediately by this giant bear. (laughs) Bear! (laughs) Like, both of them are smoking. Yeah, they're smoking, covered in, like, covered in capsaicin dust. (laughs) It's literally, like, bear spray. The bear is just, like, super pissed. It's gonna look around. It's going to... It's worse between Spritekist and Stardust. Yeah, I was gonna say... They're both in really bad shape. I won't say who's worse, but they're both in pretty bad shape. So, they're gonna make 
just a straight attack against Stardust. That's an 18. So you now have disadvantage because we can use a reaction to turn that into disadvantage. Oh, they can use from, So it's from the, from the storm. storm rune. On, when so I attack it, Stardust? So Stardust it's has... whenever a creature does something, it's like an attack roll within 60 feet of you. Oh, okay. Can you use right. your reaction to... So that's a 13. Is that this is. And is that on every attack it's with disadvantage? Or just one? Just one attack. They will then take a claw swipe. Oh, and that's a 19 to hit. Uh, 16 points of slashing damage. Stardust goes down. And, <laughs> and, and concentration, but breath goes down. This was my second wild shape. So I have a bonus action where I can use spell slots to regain hit points. Is mm-hmm. that for me or is that for the that's for you. That's for the wild shape form. Then the wild shape form is doing okay. We are over to Just John. Just John coughing because of all the smoke is going to come through the door just into the corner of the room. He's going to see Spritacus and is going to do Eldritch Blast. So the first one is a 28. All right. Well, this is gonna try one more time with I object, your honor! (laughs) No, I'm sorry. It's it's preemptory challenge. I challenge this motion. (laughs) Roll a d20. You're casting the spell. Also, at what level? This is the first level. It's eight. That's not good. Oh, I guess Eldritch Eldritch Blast is a spell. Should I be rolling as well? It's a cantrip. It does not trigger off of cantrips. If I could get a d100. Let's do something good this time. Come on. Yeah, here's hoping. 79. 79. (laughs) You get a very inane one. Illusory butterflies and flower petals flutter in the air within 10 feet of you for the next minute. Well, that's very on. That's very on. The spell still goes off. Yeah. So I have to re-roll. Okay. For the first shot, Nettie has advantage. That's a twenty-five. So that is fourteen points of force damage. You rolled. Okay. Two, I'm still standing. I'm still standing. <laughs> shot the, number two. Shot number two. Miss, miss. That's, that's a 27. Burr, burr, that, burr, burr. that is nine points of force damage. Wow, this is gonna not go well for Team 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 Footloose, I think. So is, is are they down? They're both down. They're both down. As okay. Nettie is the last man standing, and I believe double check with the figurine of power, but I think the elephant goes. The goes. elephant just stays up. As Nettie is the last member of the party, you get a point of inspiration. All right. <laughs> the last stand, so to speak. The last. Could Stardust, give me a death save. That's a failure. Okay. Stardust is at one failure. Ichabod's dead. It is Nettie's turn. <laughs> My healer went down. That's the worst part. My two healers. <laughs> went down. That's not good. Well, Nettie's just really angry and is going to move forward and just pack away at the bear. We bear bears. That's a 10 to hit. That's going to miss. The bear throws up the silvery arm. And then a 22 to hit. The 22 hits. Doing seven points of slashing damage. Plus okay. another five. So 12 points of slashing damage. You minus 10 to your movement. Okay. I'm going to action surge and attack you again. We're leaving it all on the table. Both misses. 22 again. 22 hits. So it's 12 more points of damage. Okay. And action There's... surge is a bonus action, correct? Action surge is free. It's free. free. So you still uh, well, have a bonus As a bonus action. action, I'm going to invoke my last rune, which is a hill giant rune, and I am now resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Oh, nice. Awesome. All right. So... Spritacus's turn. Spritacus makes his death save. Another failure. Aelin, the bear. Aelin's a little conflicted, right? This guy keeps hurting her, but and her bear self, but also 
there didn't really like Ikebo, so under other circumstances, I think Aelin might uh, be a little more merciful. But this is a battle royale. <laughs> the battle to the end. Yep. Has not managed to actually strike this guy at all. So is the bear going to eat the other two party members? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he's going to do. That's that would be very brutal. I think that would actually be out of character. I think they that they sniff them. I think the bear. Yeah, the bear's pissed. The bear's just going to take a couple of swings at this this bunny rabbit, which they haven't managed to haven't managed to connect yet, and they may very well never manage to connect given the high ACs. But they're going to bite, and am I at disadvantage on these? Do you still have that disadvantage effect up, Michael? No, it's. It's more that I can choose to create disadvantage. You, oh, okay. you still have to get through the, the okay. 21 AC. So yeah, the bear ineffectually claws at the giant bunny rabbit that kind of holds him in place. Top of the round, there's a second clattering bird outside of everything as the second crystal explodes. Thank God y'all aren't outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When I heard what a point of bludgeoning damage for every five feet of movement, I was like, yeah, oh, that's yeah be, no way. That's, right? that's ugly. Yeah, that's ugly. When I first did it, I almost had it be a D4. And then I quickly realized that would be far too much. But just John. Top three. OK, just John is also pissed and is going to pull out his shadow blade, step forward over the bodies of these two and take a couple of swings. It would be a spell attack is what the attack roll is. That's a 14 the first swing, which is going to miss. And I only have one attack because I'm not a very good paladin. Okay, yeah, I did my bit. We start us death save. It's a success. Okay. Ikebo's dead. Netty. All right. Uh, How many times are you going to say that? I'm going to say it every time it comes up. <laughs> this time, Netty's going to turn around and smash down on just John. It really is smash. just John. First attack. It's a 13. That misses. Second attack. 16. Also misses. That battle of the tanks, man. <laughs> Everyone's got high AC doing it away. That's Nettie's turn. Spritkiss death save. 13. 13. Makes it. Aelin. I've got all the same shoes I had before. This is probably dumb. Aelin is going to step back 10 feet. So it's opportunity attack. Yep. How is how is the bunny looking? The bunny is... The bunny looks so good. Okay. The 23 to hit. That hits. Doing 10 more. I need a, a ruling. Yep. I guess it's once per turn. So if I do the extra six here, I won't You would get it back it. for your turn. Oh, okay. Then I am going to do it. Because it's on a separate yeah. turn. Right. 13. 13? Yep. 13 points of damage. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's great. Aelin is going to drop the bear shape as an action. They're going to cast Thunderclap on you. I need you to make a DC 16 con save. Is that a cantrip or hard old spell? Thunderclap is a cantrip. Oh, 15. But constitution saving throw? Yes. Yep. Okay, so that was an 18, sorry. So 12 on the die, but I have plus six, not plus three. Okay, so you take no damage, I believe. And then as a bonus action, they are going to cast Healing Word second level on just John. How are how is just John and Aelin looking? Aelin is fine. She hasn't been touched in her mortal form. And that's a 10 for the... For the oh, yes. Cap. Roll me a D100. A 52. 52 is... A spectral shield hovers near you for the next minute, granting plus two to AC and immunity to magic missile. Awesome. Uh, this is going to be a slog. Yeah, this is like... Oh, it, it, it'll, it'll be a slog until the top of the round. Uh-oh. So let's see. Just John gets nine hit points back. Top of the round. Nettie, you hear hard wind 
smell smoke from the room behind you, smell seawater from somewhere outside, and maybe something that smells faintly like brimstone. <laughs> I am going to roll a six as the eye of the storm hits. As you hear for a second, everything gets a little bit quieter before you hear the creak and bending of the building behind you. The room behind you is ripped into air as the bomb cyclone hits. <laughs> okay, everyone who can't see the map, what's just happened is all the walls of the room that where the fog was, which I'm assuming the fog is Yo, the fog is now gone. gone. Whoosh, gone. Yeah, where the room the, with the uh, piano, the room the piano. where the bear skin rug was accommodated <laughs> was. by a bear on a piano. <laughs> yes, the walls are all gone. The building's getting smaller. Pumpkin and the elephant are giving each other very worried looks, I'm sure, in the room to the yeah. north. <laughs> pumpkin, and the, point... uh, pumpkin and, and the elephant have served to huddle together. <laughs> yeah, Pumpkin and the elephant, I think, are like making a, 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 a little pact to be like, okay, we're going to get each other through this. Yeah, and at this point, uh, Nettie, looking out, can see where the crystal was. There is a what can only be described as a scar on reality that is spewing fire and magma that is beginning to get sucked into the storm and to the south side, what appears to be a hole to the bottom of the ocean. Nettie uh, shuts the door. <laughs> yeah, on the east side of this map, there were two large crystals, the two that Peter's talking about, and now there are two arcane anomalies. Yeah. It's a, but as Nettie looked out the door into the room that was and is no longer, she just shuts the door. <laughs> yeah, it's no... Uh, I think just so now it's, so is that at the end now of it's, that is the top of the round I think at this point just John is gonna he's got his back to the other door which he's I think maybe like his free action creaks open and then gets blown <laughs> shut immediately and he's sort of looking out and he sees the wall ripped off and I think he looks over at Nettie and he goes Truce? Just, just sort of like, yeah. does like the T.O. thing of like, uh, you, you know what? Given where we are, Nettie probably smiles a little bit at him and uh, maybe nods solemnly even and then drops the tip of her sword to the floor. And I know this is supposed to be a battle royale and this may be anticlimactic, <laughs> but this was really going to be not interesting to listen to. <laughs> them try to hit Nettie and Nettie try to hit them for the yeah, next yeah. five rounds. Particularly with Nettie still having her 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 ability to to heal herself and a twenty one AC, it was probably going to be an uninteresting battle. So I I think yeah I think yeah I think that everybody knowing that there's arcane anomalies happening out there is kind of like yeah truce truce yes uh, I, th I think this is how the two parties kind of stop being like their own three man groups and just come together to be the menagerie. <laughs> new three man group <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. to be like one five man group <laughs> called the menagerie of all the animals <laughs> right yeah Alan Alan would definitely take care of pumpkin yeah. um yeah just John would just be like okay fine you know give like a point of healing to each of you the know, two Andy, people if, just so that they're like I don't know barely if, conscious I don't know if you remember this Andy but we talked about just John and Spritecus being an action pair like that they were going to yes. team up this may be how they ended up teaming this up. may be how they met yeah oh my god yeah everybody to go I think Ichabod would be the one who would just be like no we, <laughs> we let gone. them fight <laughs> yeah uh, this is hilarious I, I hope you guys 
enjoyed uh, that. That was spectacular. No, that, that was, was spectacular. Awesome. I, I mean, that. it's that a great awesome. a couple of things. Let's say, let's just look, yeah. just do some comments on how that like what's interesting about that battle. I think you said it even amongst it. It was like how easy it is to fail a bunch of magic rolls, particularly saving yeah. throws, and how easy it is to succeed, and how the battle can turn. You can think something was a walkover, but it's just because you managed the monsters managed to fail their saving throws. If they make them all, oh. it gets dangerous really, really quickly. We saw yeah. that happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think I think tactically, if you think about like what Ikebo did, you know, running and basically engaging the whole enemy by himself up front. Now he had features that helped allay that but there was a point where he was by himself with one hit point and not a lot of great options he was able to bonus action disengage and get out with just that one hit point but all it would have taken was somebody to roll just an incrementally better on a damage roll he would have been down before we were even forced into the house which would have put the remaining two at a much more significant disadvantage absolutely honestly He's responsible for Stardust going down. Stardust may have gotten him yeah. down, but that critical hit on Stardust, Stardust had 40 some odd hit points before you did. Right. She would have had still had 40 hit points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Down. He did a lot of damage. He did what he was supposed to do, right? He was supposed yeah. to be the, when I was thinking tactically about the structure of the party, it was Ikebo running in, doing a lot of damage. So long as he stayed on the horse, he had a mm-hmm. lot of mobility and was able to, he had always had advantage. He had a lot of the, the benefits that you see from that mountain combatant feat. Yeah, the mountain combatant you know, feat was, was hardcore. That was yeah, really, I mean, it really I mean, it, I, it, yeah. I, I, I was actually surprised, it's particularly when you throw that extra D6 of, of sneak attack around on it. That's a right, lot. Right, right. That was really, really powerful. Yeah. And then Nettie, clearly just an absolute monster powerhouse. Okay. Like very, so Andy- very hard to hit. Lots of lots of damage. And I'll be honest, like, tactically, I was it's it's better for me to go after the other right. party members and try to like clear the table so that if it had been Nettie and like say Spridicus versus just one, just John or just Aelin, it would that would have been no fight at all. They you know, yeah. they absolutely I was thinking tactically, I was like, I just gotta get rid of the I gotta keep wounding everybody, but actually it was least important for me to deal with Nettie and do damage on yeah. Nettie because I know the other two are gonna be Nettie's, to, Nettie's to a beast down. as I designed yeah. her. The two things that she can do that keep her as a really valuable thing is she's so mobile. Yeah. So that even as people yeah. are trying to get around her to get to their, she can catch up and stay relevant. And she can also move out of the way too because she can right. disengage so easily. The one yeah. thing I forgot that she has, she had a runic shield that I forgot. All those hits on Spriticus, she could have made you re-roll or at least one of oh. them. So on top of it. So she could have, she, she has the storm giant <laughs> thing that she could do as a reaction, but she also has a runic shield. So she could have done more. The one thing yeah. you didn't get to see from Nettie is that she had a potion of growth on so top she could of have this gargantuan, <laughs> which is I'm still annoyed that I wasn't able to get it off. I, I was if we were going to keep battling. I was just going to take an action at some t- turn to do it, just to do because. it, and then just bust out. Of, yeah, then I would have been like, yeah. I mean, it would. It, I mean, here's the thing: is like I don't know where. So when the truce is declared, Just John has a bunch of spell slots. He's a paladin. If he does manage to hit or get a crit, I've got smites galore yeah. i can do a lot of damage if i do that hit yeah. plus i have like all the eldritch blast and some spell casting still remaining and i have like 66 hit points or something like yeah. that Aelin is basically unhit 
in her I know, human right? form. She has 75 hit points. Ugh, and like, would have been the I still, not a lot of, not, very low AC in this form, but still able to, like I could have done call lightning. There, were, I yeah. still had a lot of like spells. So I think it would have been. I think you probably would have won. But, yeah, I, but I probably would have edged it just because... on, 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 frankly, on action economy. I would have two attacks or two action. actions every time. But, but I also think that at least one of those two goes down, yeah. you know, in the process. I think as like an early role that I saw that was a lot, I think a lot more pivotal than dad, you realized was the dissonant whispers. Uh, had, oh, you, yeah. had you failed that, it would have put you on the train tracks. Yes. And oh, right. I, I think because mm. I had the train tracks dealing 4d10 right. and knocking you back 30 feet if you failed the save as you just get pitched by a train. It might have killed um, the horse. Yeah, exactly. I, that's what I was going to say. Like, if that killed the horse, that would have been... The slow was big... the, the slow was also big because if I, get, I didn't get either one of you with the slow. And I chose to do slow instead of attacking one hit point Ichabo because I thought this was the only chance I was going to get both of you. Yeah. yeah. And if yeah. I'd gotten the slow off, I wouldn't have even moved Spritacus into the building. The other thing right. I didn't get off if I'd been able, I was, I had Psychic Lance and Psychic Lance would have does 70, 10 and, yeah, uh, and like you lose an action. or something. Yeah. 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 With intelligence. It's... So I don't think either of your guys were particularly smart. Bo is definitely not. He's, he's like an 11. So he's not dumb. But he's just neutral. They're, everybody's pretty much like a zero on intelligence. Uh, but so I can also... It's a plus one. Uh, yeah, I suppose it's woulda, coulda, shoulda. But I could have used the bardic unsettling words to yeah. give you a minus... DA. Yeah, and I had like a bunch of fear effects. I think one, it's very funny to me when I think about how it worked out. Actually, having just John go into the building early mm-hmm. was actually pretty good. It I was. wasn't. It was really I, good. In, I, in, in my mind, I was thinking that he was going to be sort of like the backfield. He has some healing with lay on hands and a few other things. I was like, well, maybe he's staying in the back, taking pot shots at people from afar. But once the building was there, we had that PUBG circle yeah. pushing us into the building, which was a great mechanic. Yeah, I think it is like in these sort of battle royales it is fun to press people in and force them into tighter and tighter confines i am so glad that i was able to get the elephant off though <laughs> yeah that was, that was really the elephant, i was like oh my gosh when the elephant showed up in the room i was like uh, yeah just john also had a bag of tricks that i could yeah. pull like a random thing out yeah. but i did i decided but i just, the just only never thing came that, that spritigus didn't get to use was he did have a wand of wonder andy <laughs> and if we, I, I just there was just no way i was going to cast it in tight course. Yeah, indoors. Yeah. Um, I I had really been hoping, Dad, that you opened up the gold chest and pulled out the hot sauce. And I just <laughs> had that as like you drink it and immediately put out like a 30 foot cone of fire damage. <laughs> it was like it was fire damage. It was like funny. pretty much just like you get you get flame breath. Yeah, I mean I yeah, got I'm like I I feel like breath. I did I think you would have won Andy, but I, I Nettie was gonna make it hard on you. Yeah, no, I uh, yeah, I mean I think it's it doesn't help that if that fight had continued we would have continued to lose rooms yeah yeah that's the thing is everybody's yeah that that's the part where it's okay we can all huddle together and then try to figure out some way to not yeah not die. i think it was legit given the situation that we called the truce nitty is a character that i really really like. and the, the rune knight is really got some interesting yeah from, from a from a fighter perspective and then if i could have gotten to gargantuan that would have just been that would have been hilarious oh my god what i wanted to do <laughs> Andy, what i really wanted to do if we were going to be outside more was have Nettie riding the elephant. <laughs> <laughs>
that's yeah I, in my mind's eye when i came up with the gag for the the ball bearing you was, I, I think you should have like moved dash and then dumped the ball bearings on top of them as a group yeah that would have been maybe it would have maybe a little bit uh, a a little bit better use of the ball bearings because then it's like hey if you want to move out you're gotta yeah, deal with it and I, I was like definitely considering like oh if you're standing on the ground you just get to have to make the dc 10 deck save immediately just yeah. like for the it's like banana peels yeah the other thing i was thinking i thought about was like rather than dumping them in one area was just to like do like a line but i just didn't have enough yeah i couldn't get to a place where i felt like they were i wanted to get i definitely wanted to get it off before it start before we got too far along yeah andy in the in the wagon i had barrels of fire barrels of oil barrels of caltrops and barrels of ball bearings (laughs) yeah it would have been like if i'd gotten nitty outside to gargantuan she would have been throwing them yeah like awesome throwing them like 50 feet and just having them explode here's here's the big question what happened to the donkey the donkey got away i'm saying the donkey donkey got got away away. that donkey's (laughs) faster than you know broadly i think that donkey got out and found a cave and is huddling in a cave with a mountain lion or something in the mountain lions i'm not (laughs) we're stuck here together man yeah they're both scared that's right well, this was great. Thank you yeah, very well much, done. Peter. I really Thank appreciate you, Peter. it. You're a, you're an excellent DM. Thank I'm not going to take any credit for that at all. <laughs> I feel like you're taking credit for that. By I know. I was kind of like, I was like, I was like, was that a? I don't I'll, even know if that counts as a backhanded compliment. That counts as I'm like, gonna, a, I'm gonna, I'm uh, gonna leave but, it. I'm gonna leave that up to. Uh, <laughs> But I'll leave that up to our audience to interpret. Thank you guys for having <laughs> Thank me you. on. Thank you, it was a blast, a chaotic blast, but chaotic definitely blast. a blast. That was great. Yeah, Andy, do you have okay. a do you have a way to wrap us up? I, I do. It feels appropriate to this. I, I, Fireball. It's not only a spell. It's a it's a way of life. It's a religion all its own. Mm. If you reject it. If you're rejecting Fireball, that's blasphemy. Oh my god. <laughs> that's a good one. A groaner, but a good one. God blasphemy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks, thanks again, so everybody. Good. We really yeah. appreciate the attention, the time, the listening. If you have a spare moment, go give us a rating on whatever platform of choice you have. We've gotten a bunch of new ratings, so thank you very much. A lot of a lot of very positive reviews, so please go drop us a review. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, and you can find all our stuff at link, on our link tree. It's linktr.ee slash thedadvantage. Yeah, we look forward to hearing from you and uh, talk to you soon. Excellent. Thanks, all. Thanks. Thanks, all.